I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hello, hi, welcome to Roast Mortem. It's a show where we talk about history and nice stuff, and I'm Tom. I'm Travis, I'm so excited for history. I am your Cody for this evening, and uh, where's the other guy? Mike sent me a text, uh, it reads like this, hold on, let me read it, because he just sends me the funniest text all the time. I always laugh when he sends me a text, because uh, he's just got a great sense of humor, that's why we have him on the show. So he said, so I was like, Hey man, we're going to start at eight 30 tonight. And he said, go fuck yourself, find wow. a gun trip on it. Uh, which I thought it was hysterical. There's more, but then it kind of gives away my address. Um, <laughs> but it was really funny. You know, I was like this guy, you know, unfortunately he's not on the show tonight. He uh, has a date and I'm going to call it a warm date because he's had a lot of those recently. Not so much hot one. Wait, yeah. but we could do like the, like the, the, ooh, when he gets back. That's true. We're going to do that. We're actually going to do that, um, that portmento up, the, the 90s sitcom, uh, sitcom crowds do. We're going to make that the whole show. It's going to be, ooh. Just over an hour and change. <laughs> yep. Like THX singing it all the way to the end. Yeah. Oh, we can harmonize yeah, it. Guys, it's so weird. Do you know that you know episode that we did with the crazy sitcom Portmento? <laughs> Apparently, that got four million downloads. <laughs> it's wild, wild, it's wild, really wild. Guys, what's hey, up? Hey, how you what's doing? What's actually happening? I don't know. Cody, you're traveling. It's all it's all blending together. Where in the world is Cody? San Diego, Arizona, Scottsdale, next to Phoenix. You've been there for a while now. You were there last I, week. Uh. Yes, week in quotation marks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm still here. It's great. Uh, huge pool party uh, yesterday, which came to like an abrupt close when uh, the pool was evacuated after a woman cut her foot on something. <laughs> what she like, cut her foot on? I, we don't know. They can't figure it out. Like you got sharks in that pool? I don't know. There's no sharks in the pool. I don't, I don't, I'm not there now. Did that woman have AIDS? I don't know. But there, there was a bunch of chlorine, so might be good. Dude, you got Arizona what? AIDS, and also I wasn't in the pool, so it still might be good. Oh, okay. You you don't you're not a pool guy, are you? I've never I could the imagine music was you so wet. fucking. Loud. I was in the pool when the music wasn't going. They had a fucking live DJ, and the music was so fucking loud I couldn't take it. But I two days ago I was contently floating in the pool with like uh, like three margaritas in a bucket. It was nice. That does sound fun. I'm assuming everyone was fully masked in the pool. No. <gasps> everyone's everyone's magically vaccinated, it seems. Yeah. The honor system is getting us very far. I, I like it. Uh, could you imagine could you imagine a pool party happening and, and Fauci coming in uh, kind of like Tokyo drifting into the <laughs> pool? Yeah. And like shutting it all down. Yeah, I see him like hitting people with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> even though there's no like open flame anywhere. It's just like social distancing. I, I see Fauci as like, you know, not to be political, but I see him as like the only guy who was allowed to be Harpo Marx yeah. in our society. Wow. Like 
ruining everyone's time. Like Harpo Marx, if you don't know, he's from the Marx Brothers, and he just walk right up to you, take your pocket out of your pocket, flip it inside out, and cut it, <laughs> and go what? Well, and you go what the hell? And he wouldn't say anything. That's a shit because he was Harpo. He Marx. was onto his he next just park- pocket. What just like that? Ex- snipping off your tie. You know, if you were eating a pretzel, he would just take it out of your hand, and that's Fauci. So there is humor there. I like yeah. Fauci Tokyo drifting. That's <laughs> Travis's favorite part of the story. Right. Uh, Travis, speaking of your favorite part of the story, do you want to ask how my weekend uh, yeah. was? <laughs> sure. Let's Tokyo drift on the t- fucking Tom. No, I, I, I'll make it quick. And I that was a setup, you see. That's how that works sometimes. Subverting expectations. But look, guys, uh, I'm moving down south. We all know this. I've said it several times in the show. I spent five hours in a car yesterday. What? I had to go to Manhattan okay. in a car. Ugh. That's enough reason for everyone to move out of yeah, the Yeah, I also, Tom, I must say you have a very nice lion's mane going on right now with your hair. Yeah, I'm letting it go, man. I'm becoming a new man. I've been working out only my port- pectorals. I'm going to keep my arms really skinny and get my chest really big. <laughs> like some kind of uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I feel like that'll give you like weird aerodynamics, though. I, it's going to be weird. Dynamically or or not at all. Uh, either way, uh, I spent so much time in traffic, five hours, that I decided I would start over again. So that's what I'm doing. I grew up my hair yesterday, and that's my yeah. that's my Saturday because we're doing this on Sunday. Oh, also, hold on. I want to I want to use the feed right here to say something to the Patreon people and the Discord folks. Um, for some reason, I cannot get my interface to work with discord at all <laughs> so we have not been showing up on discord because every time we try to do it something is happening it's, it's a an update that so, half breaks it yeah when are the furries and the gays gonna get along because then then discord will work with my apple product yeah. until then i yeah, until, until then. then we're just stuck with microsoft uh, bill gates touching boys pps skype good yeah so we're on skype and uh you know, right at the top. Thanks, all Patreon people. Mm-hmm. Now, Travis, how was weekend? So it's been so much Tokyo drifting. Um, first of all, I gotta say, rest in peace to my Ford Come Fiesta. Just sold that shit to CarMax today. Aww. Love CarMax. Best deals. Not sponsored. They just picked that shit up, right? Dude, they gave me so much money for it, and like, <laughs> I brought it in, and like, you know, obviously I smoke. There's like burns in the seat. And Didn't like, a hobo break into that car at yeah, one point? Yeah, a hobo broke into that car at one point. I drove it across the country. It was a rental car, so it had high mileage. And, like, the door handle was falling off. Like, I broke the door handle. And they gave it to me for, like, $300 above, like, the average, like, Kelly, Kelly Blue, Blue Book, Book, Edmonds. I'm like, fuck yeah, man, take it. But Nice. Well, congratulations. So the Cum Fiesta is no more. Yeah. You do have a fresh... Lesbian mobile, which is honestly very tempting. Well, I, I thought that driving the cum fiesta was too toxic masculinity because there's a lot of cum in the fiesta. So I'm bridging the gap right. with the cross track. I like this. For those of you who don't know, cum fiesta was a website on the yeah. internet. I was just explaining that it had the best setups for every porn because it got straight to the point. There's no story. It was, it was just the lady walks up. Knock, knock, knock. I'm here for the cum fiesta. Bam! You know what you're getting. Right. It was a whole network. And um, I guess someone figured out that they never really locked their admin 
down that well. So when I was younger, it was all dial-up times. You can log into this site just using Comfiesta as the login and the password. <laughs> and it was great. Right. It's just like you just log in. I probably could have made changes to the website, <laughs> but I didn't. You know, this is at the time when a gig was like, ah, like I got, I don't have a gig to download anything. My my computer only has six of them. I can't yeah, download yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's I would that take a my, week. Congratulations, that was my week wheeling and dealing a car. Wow. To the wall. That's pretty to cool. The Walmart Travis. of car dealers. That's very sure. excellent. So, uh, Cody, who is on my chopper bag? Woo! We got a boy tonight. We have a lad and a half tonight, gentlemen. Tonight's uh, subject is the one, the only Daniel Dancer, the miser. So, prepare yourselves. This is one of history's cheapest of cheapskates that we're going to talk about tonight. Cody, and uh, is this yeah. the peanut butter jelly man? Does he just dance? That's a dated reference. I have no idea. Do you know what he's talking about, Tom? Are you talking about Brian Griffin? No, the little jam guy that goes like this. And he waves the E-bombs banana around. or whatever. Somebody I don't know the know. peanut butter the dancing jelly baby? time. Peanut jelly time. Look, that's not that's very cheap of you to just throw a cheap well, joke in there. That all of our jokes are rich and expensive. No. We, so this is yeah, going to be weird. easy for us to make fun of a cheapskate. Yeah, it's weird how you did it like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we got like the this guy is the IRL inspiration for Ebenezer Scrooge and by extension Scrooge McDuck. Oh shit. So this is the cheap this is the cheapskate boys. So jumping headfirst into a pile of gold not a good idea. Jumping Never. headfirst into a pile of sliced pepperoni great idea. I'm not going to I'm not going to touch that. How do you feel about that? I wouldn't no, touch that's, that one. It's yeah, pretty look, this, succinct. You know, this is a man who grew up with pepperoni hikes. Don't touch it, true. Cody. Uh-huh. Might end up in a wild. Dude, another thing, I'm doing keto so I can eat as much pepperoni as I want, dog. Uh, it's healthy. I'm sure you shouldn't. I'm sure you shouldn't. <laughs> but what do I know? I'm no Anthony Fauci. I won't tell you how to eat pepperoni. So Cody. Cody, tell me more about Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Daniel Dancer, born 1716, Middlesex, Great Britain. Uh, he's a third generation miser. His dad and his dad's dad were also legendary penny pinchers. And just so. The, uh, we can abate spoilers. This entire episode takes place in his house, or his estate, rather, because he was just too afraid to leave because of thieves. So this isn't a grand tour episode. This is literally just 80 years on this guy's estate, 1716 to 1794. So he was living a very 21st century lifestyle back in the uh, 18th century. We'll see if we can change your mind with that. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, so think of this character as, like, a bottle episode character. It doesn't go, like, his, his character goes places. It's interesting, but his physical body doesn't move. We're just in fucking Middlesex in the 1700s. Uh, awesome. Daniel uh, was blessed by two more brothers and a sister who will come back into the story. But pretty much Daniel's life gets kicked off when his penny-pinching father passes away in 1736, leaving all his pennies that were previously pinched for his children. So, Cody, I'm not good at math. How old is he, roughly? Uh, our dancer boy? Yeah, when his dad... Yeah, when he makes the money. Thir- eight, 16, 18. Teenager. Okay. We can say teenager. So, so a wow. teen driving a Tesla. I saw a pack of teens 
get into a Tesla the other day. And dr- How that works? Well, that's good. Terrible. I mean, like teens, teens are very much into being clowns these days. Very colorful things. So clown and 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 a Tesla is a in fact a clown. See, but I car. think they should be more like our boy Dancer here and just stay inside and don't leave the house with your money because no one society doesn't want to see you in your Tesla. I think uh, yeah, that's correct. I agree. So teenage years, he gets you know a quarter of you know the goods his dad leaves behind. Our boy Daniel opts for the estate, the actual house. So he's like, ha a free free house. I live here now. Can't charge me no rent. And his siblings more or less got cash. His sister decided to live with him, though, so they can be, uh, you know, partners in crime, two cheap skates in a pod. Cute Pornhub thing. It's wicked. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. Get the, get the opening chime in there. Uh, so his sister lived with them, and the farm was more. It was, a, it, was, it was an estate with a farm when his dad has it, but because our subject is such a huge penny pincher. The farm goes into, instead of like produce and goods and all that, the farm just literally becomes, I don't know how to say it, a hay ranch. Hay was like the only thing they, like he sold. Yeah, but hay, that's, you know, it's a valuable It's commodity. a commodity. It's easy. There's not but a it's lot easy. Of it's easy. Yes. And he needed stuff to be easy because this, this Scrooge McDuck instantly fired all of his dad's servants and farmhands. Why? Well, that. That's that's how you plan for your yeah, future. Yeah, and also hay is pretty much the 18th century gasoline. Have you ever put a bunch yeah. of hay into a bag and huffed it? I have. You get hay fever. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you get the fevers. I I am so allergic to hay. Um, as of recent, when I was a kid, it was no big deal. I have all kinds of pictures of me with a pumpkin and going, yeah, this is fun. But recently, I went. I think a couple of years ago, I went to one of these farms where they have horses. Have you heard of this? Um, and there's hay, and it looked at me, and my eyes started puffing up, and I was Ooh. like, "Oh no! Put me in the water, <laughs> drown! Put me. me into the afterlife." Just, so uh, farms are weird. Yeah, horses are weird too. So fired all of his hands and just went the hay route, which is easy, and that's pretty much how this guy made a living. He was like the sole worker at this hay ranch, hay farm thing, and he would trade his hay for. Uh, the necessarily the things necessary for livings. So let's talk about how he looked. Uh, he was a cheapskate that like he just rocked a patchwork coat. So you know it's a coat that used to be a coat, but it's now more patches than actual coat. Like a calico. <laughs> sure. If a calico, um, you know, fastened his clothes onto him with the excess hay bale bands. Uh-huh. Because that's what he would instead of belts, he'd just like give me a hay bale, a hay bale band, and he'd like you know double it up and use it as like a belt or like a collar for his like rags that he was rocking. Would this guy ever go out for a drink? Absolutely not. Okay, he cannot. I was gonna make a joke, but I think it's so out of place now. Because we all have this like thought when you're a kid, like oh, when you break, let's, let's say you break your mom's vase, and she asks you to replace it. And then you realize, like, well, my mom would have two vases now if it wasn't for me breaking it. That money is forever, like, lost and gone. So he has, like, this, like, weird erroneous, like, set. Like, if I give money away, I'll be, you know, I'll, you know, what was that moment from the Tiger King? Like, I'll never financially recover from this. Oh, right. So he just thought, like, any expenditure that wasn't absolutely critical was just a failure or a defeat state. 
So he's basically like one of these uh, Bitcoin people. Yeah. Sure, you can think of it like that with Bitcoin. He, he must total. There's no, we're not using it as currency. I need all of it. Give me mm. all. I didn't buy it to sell it. I bought it to have it, which is a great way of thinking sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, but how, Cody, tell me how. Yes. Like, is, I know we need, I we established that hay is gasoline, but how expensive is hay? It can't be that hard to make. It's not that hard to make, which is why he loves outputting it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's a perfect match for him. Like low maintenance, but all. But as soon as he hands it over, it's more or less all profit that gets put into his hands. Oh, okay. Right, and he's wor- and he's doing all the labor. He's doing the labor himself so with maybe a little bit of help from his sis- his sister. Right. So it's like to him, his time isn't worth anything. That's how yeah, misers yep, work. Yep. They're like, their time isn't working. It's it's the money itself. Um, he seems like an idiot, though. <laughs> yeah. You can invest these things and make more money and use less He time. also likes hay because in his head, it's like Play-Doh. You can make anything out of it. Like, oh, do you need a bed? Hay. Do you need pillow? Oh, right. Hay. Do you need oh. a little bit more insulation in your patchwork coat? Hey. Right. So it's like in The Graduate when they're like, invest in plastics. Like he's just like invested. In, I've already invested in hay because it can be used yeah, for it's everything. The future, <laughs> yeah, it's the future. You pretty much the only thing you can't do with it is eat it if you're a human. I don't know. So, well, I I will say this. Although he sounds like a tremendous prick already, mm-hmm. you can't fault him for the logic. Maybe you can change my mind, Cody. Maybe like that's that's where like the next step. Uh, is in America. It's just instead of Ethereum, it's just everyone goes hay farmer. Uh, yeah. Why not? It's it's not Bespoke like we have hay. all this property. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure China owns all those fields that you look at when you're when you're driving down 95. It can't be Americans. We do, we have no property apparently. That's yeah, weird. Backyards? What were those? Um, That's the anus, would bu- Cody. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He would buy one. His shirt allowance per year was one, and it would be secondhand shirts, of course. Um, he would go to the store and haggle for the single shirt for too long. His opening bid was two shilling and six pence, and would never go over three shilling. So this guy would like take about an hour to argue for you know less than half a fucking shilling at the general store. I do one shirt, <laughs> one shirt per year. I just bought three shirts that were the wrong size. I decided to keep them as rags. What is wrong with this guy? He's ah, he, I'm gonna keep he's saying a miser. It the whole time. Don't he's, answer. He's I know. Don't well, answer. Just that. enjoy well, your reaction. What you're yes. also when I ask that question, it's just the reaction. We're also entering like Karen territory here because he's going to a fucking store and they're like, "Oh my God, this is gonna be four shillings," and he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, I was here yet last." Yeah, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. only two shillings and three pants. There was BOGO. There was a BOGO yesterday. Where did it go? You knew I was I, coming today, and you took the BOGO away. I know that like the term Karen gets overused all the time at this point. Now, it has some validity. That's why it's getting used all yeah. the time. But these people, if they can wisen up a little bit, I'm not saying change your attitude, your stance on anything. Get to the point. Like a Karen, if she's if she's in an old navy, and uh, she, the bogo's not there anymore, just starts screaming. <laughs> yeah, 
like immediately, and then they'll know. Just like give her shit, shit you know. <laughs> <laughs> like first thing out of her mouth. Yeah. But it, people will get you out of there. Fifteen seconds, you'll be there. You won't be arguing for ten no. minutes over uh, Heinz ketchup. The, this said it was twenty-four ounces, but it's a misprint. It's twenty-five. Uh, like, shut up! Yeah, just start screaming, and people will give you whatever. Yeah, don't you want. waste my time online. Just fucking yell. Right. Exactly. Uh, as for footwear, our specimen tonight borrowed uh, cobbler tools from local people until he had a complete set and then he'd just go make his own shoes. <laughs> Which is like, that's the ultimate, like, we all have friends that like, you know, ask to like borrow a game or something and it doesn't come back. Yeah. Even, you know what I mean? It's just like, he did that with like shoe making tools and then just made yeah, shoes. Yeah, because he's got a, Cody, I like how you went with a game. Like you, like you don't own any tools. Like I've actually let my friends tools and they haven't come back and you went with a game. I don't have tools to fucking lend friends. I know. I got I just got this one sick ass multi tool. You have one multi tool, which if you and know anything about tools, it's kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Anyway, Travis, I just cut you off. So uh Cody, you should continue and cut <laughs> okay, got Travis hey! off more. So again, he would use um the hay bale bands to like fasten his shoes together a little bit, where you know the seams would uh, break. But the thing is, he kept, because the shoes would, were so prone to breaking, that he just kept the excess bands wound around his ankles. So, like, he just popped some of it off to tie, uh, you know, the end of his shoes off with uh, if, it, if those blew open. So he kind of looks like he's sporting, like, Roman gladiator sandals to some <laughs> people. So, Cody, I've seen you get the most out of your shoes. You're like me. Basically, go until your shoes are falling off. I don't know about you, Tom. I do. I do that. Cody, do it. Say it. Say my, it, fucker. My relationship to say your it, shoes fucker. It's very hurtful. <laughs> say it, fucker. <laughs> I have watched you wear shoes until they turned into nothing, like dust. Yeah. And then I bought you. I actually bought you shoes for I your got birthday. Them right, fucking it, here. The same shoes. Yeah. Nice it shoes. I still wear them. Do you still yeah. wear them? That was three yeah, years green. ago. Green. <laughs> Yeah, the, well, I want to buy something you'd wear. I know you like your greens. But, Cody, you don't know what size shoe you wear. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I just asked you. I was just like, I hey, get the fucking I buy your shoes because I can't look at this anymore. What size are you? You say, Tom, I'm a size 11. I, know I did this. not what? say 11. You said 11 with confidence. What size shoe is that? Look right now. Look right now. <laughs> And Cody just got up. He's gonna go grab <laughs> these shoes. Is it eleven? What is whatever it says in there? Whatever it says, it's a ten and a half. Ten and a half. Okay, so you said ten and a half. Because I know I wrote it down. That seems fucking roomy and not too tight to me. You're, they're supposed to fit. They look like flippers <laughs> on you. You look like you're about to go go have lunch with the Echo the Dolphin. Uh, you still wearing them though, Cody? Yeah. So you got the right gift. I'm glad I, you're wearing. It's nice. They're, they're good. They cover all oh, of my the foot. Better in the it's pool. It's a nice shoe. I just wish you knew what size shoe you wore. I'll so get it, it eventually. Just shut up. <laughs> they have Fuck. measurement systems. I knew this was coming as soon as I said this. I was honestly thinking about writing the shoe thing out of the fucking script so I wouldn't have to deal with this. <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a right, lot of you. Now, now everyone knows. So to some people, because he kept the bands around his ankle, uh, his footwear looked extra fucking 
like Roman gladiator type, but sometimes like in his patching, he would lose the form of the shoe or like the concept of the shape of a shoe. So like when he goes to the general store, the manager, like when he goes to town, like he would ask for the manager to come out to do whatever trading need be done. And like this, like Chandler store owner thought he was, he had accidentally stepped into pig's troughs that were just in the street but it was just his shoes. Oh. Oh. So, like, they were, like, super boxy by the time he, like, affected all the, like, repairs and patchworks to it to the point where, like, passersby were, was like, sir, you're standing in a trough. Oh, wait. Those are your Jordans. He sounds like one of those really ambitious teenagers. And I, I'm referring to myself. Like, one of those, you know, in my teens, I was just like, oh, I can yeah. do anything. It's I'm going to paint a car yeah. with a Sharpie. Yeah, shit like that. And then I would just do something, and I would be like, this was a terrible <laughs> idea. But he, it seems like he's not admitting it. And it, he's also in his late, in his 20s now. Yes. So he's he hasn't caught on at all. You ever meet those people just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to learn a language. He's Duolingo. It's he's hard. super easy. I've been there. Yeah. That's I've why there, I'm yeah. saying I've been there too, dude. Um, I can't speak Swedish. No, it's hard. Um, what else did I try to do one time? Too many things, to be honest with you. Yeah. Too many things. But either way, you learn, you live, you learn. Apparently, this guy. Tom, doesn't. you gave me so a, onto the. Tom dance. gave me a tattoo when he was going to be a tattoo artist. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that happened. Man, I wish I didn't work with the WWE because that would I would be tattooing right now. You would have been traveling the world. I don't get how tattoo artists have the most like amazing lives. They're just going everywhere. Maybe they're just good at. Oh, maybe yeah, they're dude. just good at Instagram. I don't know. My my dude Joe, he's just like yeah, you know. I love just, Joe. Just hanging out a little bit, you know, doing a little tatties over in Sweden. Doing a little tatties what? down in Miami, down in Puerto Rico, doing some tatties. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Who knew? Kid, kids, if you're listening, don't bother getting a, a PhD. Just become a tattoo artist. Yeah, that's way cooler. And, and, if you, and if you decide to have a neck tattoo, you're supposed to have one. Yeah. It works. So there's that. All right, so he's got shitty ass shoes. He thinks he's a cobbler. He thinks he's a cobbler. So that that's this is how our boy looks. That's Daniel Dancer, patchwork coat, uh, like six uh, shirt not changed for six weeks, and like you know, shoe boxes for shoes. Hey, I think that Daniel Dancer guy is some kind of geisha. He's got these feet all tied up with wires and stuff. He's he's looking rather pale. Might be because uh, he doesn't eat, but maybe it's because of how he's trying to look. Hey, Daniel, why your feet look all Chinese and shit? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, yeah. That's a good British accent. accent. Yeah, Yeah, that's a very, yeah. (laughs) You hit that on the head. Um, As I said, he fired all the farm hands. Uh, He ate all the farm animals. He would just, like, slaughter the farm animals for food instead of, like, going and hitting up the butcher, paying for meat. That's smart. You got walking hamburgers in your backyard. Take advantage of that shit. Eat them. But he wouldn't replenish the walking hamburger. He wouldn't like oh. breed or like buy a calf after taking like, you know, a full grown cow. It would it was just like eat them until we have none. Okay. And uh oh. as I said, the farm was allowed to de- deteriorate to just a hay city. And uh that actually had two benefits for Daniel. Uh one is that because it looked like a shithole, dying animals would wander onto it, and Daniel would just eat those too. <laughs> oh! And because it looked like such a shithole, people would just throw garbage towards it, and he would repurpose or recycle that for 
you know, to save on other things. So like, oh, hose. And he would just like use that hose as like cordage or something. Right. Where it's just like, oh, crates. And he would use the crates to like replace a window on the mansion. So, or like, you know. So I don't know if this is like a thing that happens in a bunch of different towns. And I don't know if you guys have experienced it in Huntington. There was always this one dude, and he's been around forever. Like, when I moved out of my old, like, childhood house, he showed up. Every time I've had the garage sale or something, he showed up. This one guy, he just, he has a van, and he just drives around, and he just takes, like, garbage. Like, actual garbage. And I've seen his house. Like, I know where he lives. And his, his house is just, like, garbage. And, like, I'm assuming he takes the garbage to either sell or, like, reuse. But, like... It's just garbage. It's not a good way to be. No. But I will no, no, say no. this. Like, our perspective on it might be like, oh, you're a disgusting human freak, and uh, we're ashamed of you as a society. I, I get on board with Karen when she starts complaining about the garbage on his front lawn. You know, like, yeah, you're right, Karen. He is a mess, and no one wants to see this fucking eyesore. But be- these people are so twisted and demented. They love these garbages, and they're so cheap. They're probably the most, like satisfied people on the face of the planet. Maybe. They're Perhaps. just getting free shit all the time. Like, it's I'm buying stuff and yeah. feeling more and more empty every day. Yeah. And this guy's just driving around in a van that's probably biodiesel that he's repurposing french fry grease to get it running. Smells great. Yeah, he's just a, uh, a fucking french fry. And he's probably like, yeah, all the time. Yeah. 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 Maybe, yeah. He, maybe he figured it out. Yeah, he's returning to monkey. I'm saying, like, not everyone's programmed like this. Not everyone's programmed to be so lucky, is what I'm saying. Very lucky. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of vibes, Cody, right now about your guy. And I know he's, what, two, almost two centuries prior, but I'm getting the vibe of the Collier brothers, the Tom Roast. Exactly. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Quick, like, difference I'm noticing <laughs> Collier like wanted stuff to have stuff. Our boy tonight, Daniel Dancer, wanted stuff to sell or avoid buying stuff. So like his house was kind of empty. It's just because he sold everything in it for the money. You know what I mean? Right. So the Collier brothers had house and it was full of shit because they didn't want to get rid of it. Right. Miser versus hoarder. Right. right. Exactly. But still like exactly. A, a similar type of mental. He did, he was collecting. He yeah. he did like hoard, but it, he would offload the hoard. So it wouldn't overpower him. So, yes, when he wasn't doing his hay bale thing, he would wander the farm gathering sticks, cow pie, uh, cordage, and metal scraps. So he would burn the sticks and cow pies and upkeep the mansion with cordage and the metal scraps he scavenged on his daily walks. And I mentioned uh, he ate all the farm animals. Of course, that was finite. So when all the farm animals were eaten, he had to wander into the butcher's shop and ask for the offal to be that was going to be thrown out anyways. Yeah, see, but like, I feel like in England they eat that shit anyway. Travis, just, do you know what a trotter is? I just found out what a trotter is. I have no clue what a trotter is. It's uh, pig's feet. Oh, that makes his, sense. They tried on yeah, him. <laughs> little pig's feet, his trotters. And that's what he would get. He would get uh, head of cow and trotters to sustain himself from the butcher because the butcher was going to throw that shit out anyway. Yeah, but yeah, right. I mean, in England, they eat like fucking tripe and shit like that. Ugh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I eat anything. I mean, I'll, I'll try well, anything, but I'm just saying it's called awful for a reason. Yeah. 
It's yeah, not spelled um, the same way, but if still, you chop yeah, it up, awful. you chop it up, you put enough salt on it, throw it in a pie. Baby, Who cares? You got a stew. That's true. Yeah, I eat Taco Bell. I don't know what that is. It's probably like pig anus. No, no one knows what that is. That's all soy stuff. All yeah. these guys eating eating Taco Bell and then wonder why they have tits next day. <laughs> Those weren't there. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's so, go on. Let's dance. So he would get he would acquire pig pig's feet and cow head from the butcher. He would also pick up some stale ass dough from the baker while he was in town. Uh, he had uh, one meal a day, and that was two uh, makeshift dumplings made of that uh, shitty dough and uh, a let's just say a handful of uh, the beef or the pig beef or pork from uh, the butcher that was already turning. Uh, Daniel Dancer uh, would go out onto his farm, which wasn't protected, mind you, which is why animals like wander in shit or die. Um, wild dogs would also wander onto the property, which Daniel would engage in combat with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm picturing the fucking Pokemon like engaged, <laughs> and you see this man just like with a stick. Like Daniel dog. Dancer used punt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he would fight the wild dogs that came onto his property, not in self-defense, not in sport, just to steal the marrow from the bone the dog was chewing. Oh, a nice little scavenger. (laughs) Yeah. So you'd fight the dog, get fucked up a little bit, presumably, uh, take whatever bone the dog had in its mouth. (laughs) Just just humans fighting dogs is just like, especially if the human loses and gets like roughed up in the process. This is one of the best, better mental images being created on this show yeah. that we've seen in a long time. Yeah. yeah. Imagine dirty old Silas Barnaby out there with his geisha <laughs> yeah. trying to beat a fucking give like me. A border collie. Just yeah, <laughs> give me that, that bone. It looks yummy. And just get fucked up. Little baby teeth. Like, you know, fighting puppies. And <laughs> shit. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Yeah. So he take, you take those dog bones, not bones from the dog skeleton, just the bone the dog was chewing, boil it, get the marrow out of it, make a little stock and paint uh, the dumplings with it, and then, you know, have a, you know, slightly rancid beef stew Dinty with more. Uh, the bone broth. Yeah. And like, and like I said earlier, when, like, you know, animals wandered onto a shit farm and died, our boy Daniel Dancer would, like, rejoice, like, huzzah, dead sheep on my property. So... This happened one day. Daniel was just like, holy shit, that's a murder of crows. What are, what's up with them? And he goes up, scares the crows away. There's a dead sheep. And he's like, yeah. And he puts it on, on the back of his shoulder and he throws it at his sister. And his sister, no joke, makes like something like 36 pies out of like this sheep that would that had clearly died of disease and was pecked at by like crows for like an hour. Ugh. She's like, I did the British thing and made three dozen pies. Uh, Did she feed them to other people? No, they split them yeah. together. The, the okay, as long as they feed them to other people, they know the deal. If you know what you're signing up for, then it's cool. Tom, we're not dealing with Sueños Todd here, dude. That's a different guy. Sueños Todd, the famous barber with the wonderful face. Yeah, the oh, yeah, barber him. of Feet Street. Was that where he was from? Yeah, toe job. Sweet meat. Let's go. Uh, wait, so Cody, uh, I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this. Maybe I just I'm drunk and I forgot. Uh, was this a large property, or was did he have like a, a small backyard, like a quarter of an acre? This <laughs> is 
80 acres of eight. Okay, so he's wandering around. This old this man's wandering around like a scarecrow ass bitch. Yeah, looking for dogs and yeah. birds. Okay, I am going to tap into my sci-fi channel a little bit, or rather, my history channel, and imagine that the only Sasquatch that was in England wandered onto his property, died, and instead of reporting it, he made some pants out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can see that. Like Chewbacca yeah, it's pants. It's a possibility. You know, you can't write that off. That's where I made Star Wars. So Chewbacca's. Little Chewbacca with his pants. <laughs> so he's got like three dozen pies. He splits it with his sister. His sister sees this as like a bonus. So she's just like, I'm going to eat all the pies I, 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 I want. You know what I mean? This is, you know, it, it, it was, you know, this sheep dying on her property, property was an add on. So she. Uh, binged on the pies, and Daddy was like, hey, can't be doing that. And he took the rest of her pies and locked it in a trunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So every time he wanted a pie or she wanted a pie, they'd have to key open a trunk, take a pie out, eat it, and then key the trunk back closed. Uh, like, that's how crazy, like, he was. So, oh, I mean, he is not, I mean, we got, the, she, he's the star of the show, but his sister. Absolutely. His sister's got to be fucking weird, too. She's absolutely in there. Like this all cut this is all trickle down from their paternal grandfather. Right. She's also uh cuz she's like, "Oh, a dead, you just dragged home a dead deer. Let me make pies out of it." Yeah, she's she's along for the ride. Um I don't quote me on this, but I think people refer to Daniel as the lint ball cuz he looked like his patchwork coat and they referred to the sister as the dung pile. <laughs> oh. So oh. it was lint ball a- and dung pile. She did not smell great. She had to have looked like shit too. I mean, yeah, like she's really, not. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it gives you some perspective because you watch, you grow up and you watch cartoons like the Peanuts and Charles Brown, right? <laughs> yeah. And in those cartoons, you got Pigpen, who looks funny because he has all the dust lines coming off of him. He's unique, right? But if you saw it and smelled said Pigpen. In th- our 3D reality here, you'd be really upset call- with him. You would, you'd cry. Child protection. Yeah, call and CPS right away. Right, exactly. And then if you don't, he he grows up and turns into this gentleman, who's worth millions of British pounds, but not really. He's he's worth fucking something. Uh, let's see. Uh, to continue, uh, and he had this weird thing where like everyone didn't hate him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was a cheapskate, but because he was the hay guy and like he was they like nobody hated him. He wasn't like unwelcome because he was a pillar of like, you know, a commodity input for this, you know, area. So I like I think of one guy who didn't like him. Who didn't like him? Like, the guy with the shirts. The guy with the shirts yeah. must have hated him. The guy who sold them. shirts for a Anyone living. working like, yeah. retail didn't asshole. like him. Anyone who made shoes there too. You go. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking I lost a little fucking three dollar tool to that dickhole. Didn't burn back. Yeah. So, um, a neighbor. He was in good enough terms with one of his neighbors, where um, the neighbor thought it would be a kind gesture to, uh, you know, once the neighbor made a little too much dinner, like, oh, let's bring a plate over to uh, Daniel Dancer and uh, his sister. So this neighbor walks through the cold with like, you know, two plates of dinner for uh, these dancer people, and uh, once the neighbor gets there and hands the plate over to Daniel, Daniel's like, thank you so much. Daniel takes like you know the chafing lid off of the dish, and because it was so cold out, um, the the food had congealed. Oh, okay. So or solidified on the on uh, 
on the plate. So it was like Hawaiian cuisine because you guys like your like meat jellies and shit. Yeah, it must have been yeah. like a stew or yeah. something. Right. Or like a slurry. Daniel was still thankful, but he was such a cheapskate that he didn't want to light a fire or burn anything to eat this meal. So, Travis, I'm sure you will like this. Uh, he took a pewter bowl, turned it upside down, upside down bowl, put the food on top of the bowl, put a second pewter bowl over everything, and laid on it like a chicken to heat it back up. Oh, baby, upside <laughs> the correct way to eat food. <laughs> yeah, he's eating out of an inverted bowl. I can't believe where, this when I saw where it. Where is my team here? Mike, come on. I know, Mike's, that's why I wanted him to be here. Uh, team Mike's, upside down bowl. Mike's on a date. He has wished my suicide upon me several times. <laughs> uh, this is amazing. You know, I tried to do this once uh, <laughs> when I was. <laughs> you broke the bowls. I was in my band studio and I was too drunk to drive. So I tried to put a space heater in front of a cup of ramen noodles. Did <laughs> uh, it work? Did not work. I should have just ate them dry because they just were cold and wet and uh, did not even really loosen up one bit. They were just stiff and wet. It's terrible. That's uh, what I am right now hearing about this type of cuisine he's making. Stiff and yeah, wet. stiff and wet over there. Getting, oh, yeah. That's good. So I guess like after he warmed it up like a chicken for what must have been hours, he like... Enjoyed like a concave, like mold of like beef or stew. Just like, oh, this is delicious. I warmed it with my ass. That's how you do it. Great. Why not? So that food came from a neighbor. It wasn't rotten, but everything else he ate was more or less rotten. Because so the a, first not rotten thing he got was also like treated <laughs> with like his a butt. beanbag chair. Yeah. yeah. So Daniel said rotten food was the best because. A, it's cheap to attain, depending on which garbage can you, you you go to. B, he said it didn't rotten meat didn't require spices because it already had its own bouquet going for it. Ah, sick fuck. It's ferment, it, dude. It's kimchi, man. Yeah, that's what that is. No. <laughs> and C, he said rotten meat. Uh, you don't go back for seconds on it. So it saves you money <laughs> again a third way. You know what I mean? He was like, if this is fresh meat, I just eat all of it and I wouldn't be able to help myself. Because it's rotten, I can only get two bites down before, like, I, uh, you know, my stomach starts, like, gurgling. So he's right. like, hey, I only need to eat, two, like, twice a day because it's rotten meat. I'm sure you guys see some irony, uh, the conflicting points of two and three. <laughs> Like, two yeah. is like, hey, it's already flavored up. And the second time is just like, I want to throw up every time I put it in my mouth. So yeah, I don't then need, just, I don't just, dude, I think, just to confuse I, you. I you. think we're on to making billions right here. Because, again, I'm, I'm yeah. sad Mike's not here because he's the real money man. We just need to market this in California as a diet. Go out and buy your ground yeah, beef you, and, like, let it sit on your porch for a week. Yeah, man. That, Make a pie out of it and lock it yeah. in a box. It's a cool idea. Could so, you imagine Jordan Peterson's daughter just eating rotten meat <laughs> on our podcast? Like, oh, I lost four pounds. I like night. that. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah. And you can cool warm stuff. up this rotten meat with your butt. Dude, we're going to, we're can, even entering the territory of like air fryers and shit. We're like, this is going to be the next fucking big thing. Throw out your Instapot, throw out your air fryer. Yeah. Here's two fucking calling, lids and sit on it. I'm not calling Use my ass, ass an air fryer. Thank you. <laughs> Use ass. Make Organic sure air fryer. Balls are touching. 
It will yield the best results for heating rotten squirrel. No, meat. here's the. Th- Make sure squirrel face is on back of nuts. Here's the thing, Tom, is you have a, like a little like vent on it, like a hole at the top of the plate, and you flop your nuts over the hole. So if you want it to get really hot, you know, you don't let that, that hot air escape. You put your nuts over the hole, and if you want to like kind of heat it up, you lift your nuts up, reveal that hole so you can vent the steam. If you're into doing that, I mean, the balls would be the quickest way to move without standing yeah, up. Yeah, or, you know, or vag lips. Those work, too. Labia, no. Travis. Women's don't cook anymore. They make pies. That's true. They make pies out of the rotten meat, and then the men sit on them. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to tr- traditional values in this country. Women make the pies. Men sit on them. <laughs> okay. Go places, yeah. Tom's New America. It's me and Gavin McGinnis. We're going to figure it out again. <laughs> okay? We're going to fix America. Huzzah. Uh, so you might be wondering, like, how stinky is this guy from playing with, gar- from, like, you know, gathering garbage and making uh, putrid meat pies all day? And the answer is fairly stinky, which is saying something considering the rest of society is pretty much Victorian England right now. That's stinky. Right. That's pretty stinky. So Daniel didn't like the concept of soap or towels because those would be expended or worn out and needing and would need to be replaced, which you know costs the money. And he was like, no, can't cost the money. So he would go to his neighbor's house and be like, hey, buddy, can I borrow your pond? <laughs> so he would wade down into the pond, rinse himself off. He would reach down into the pond, scoop up some sand, use that all over his face and body as an exfoliant. And then to save himself on the towel, he would he would get out of the pond and roll around on the dirt. See, here's the thing. Try off. Ponds are also stinky. <laughs> and then <laughs> using it to get clean yeah. and then laying in the dirt to dry yeah. off is so counterintuitive. Like, the guy must have, like, had stuff sticking on him. Dude. If he's like, I get cleaner by going into pond and rolling in dirt. We're entering like Terrare territory with this fucker, too. I thought about oh, him Jesus a lot. Jesus Christ. He's not, he's actually not like fat gross. He's pretty ripped because he's oh, yeah. lifting fucking hay bales all but day one of the, and fighting dogs. One of the big things about Terrare was that how stinky he was. Right. right. But he gave off like a genetically disposed Odor. Yeah, like he was he was leaking something. He was like a weasel. <laughs> yeah. This guy, like he was doing activities that we would now deem you must shower after doing them <laughs> yes. as his shower. Yeah. I showered before this podcast. You'd get yeah. you get kicked out of L.A. Fitness if you did what this guy did on in the gym. And then oh, absolutely, you didn't shower off. Even if L.A. Fitness was the rest of Victorian England, they'd be like, that guy is smelly yeah. and needs to leave. Yeah, yeah. Victorian England fucking sucked because that was like when they were... Th- Just th- powder. That was the- well, it was the powder thing. Check this out. So this is like when they were figuring out the sewers because the Thames got all fucked up in like, what, 1810? Uh-huh. Yeah. I might be way off on the year, but either way, I know that like there was an overflow of the sewage stuff and the Thames is basically just all human feces for like three years. And then, um, and then some engineers were hired to figure out how to run sewer systems. But there was a while there where just like the feces on the street was entirely normal. Well, and this guy is stinky to them. Right. So you can you can actually <laughs> yeah, see okay. how stinky it would have been. You just go to the Ganges from the stink lines. Right. Go to the Ganges now, now where they yeah. just hate toilet paper. Um, 
I mean, as soon as they got their coronavirus lockdown, they weren't running for toilet well, paper. Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, that's wow. very true. I mean, like, they used to throw dead bodies in the Thames. Like, and, they, and they do that in fucking Ganges, too. Oh, yeah, they, well, they do that now because it's spiritual. Back then, they did it because it was easy. Because yeah. England was different. <laughs> England I mean, is like, always different. Th- there's no a good excuse to throw a body in the river like that. If you're going to get rid of a body, put it in the ocean. Yeah. Because there's enough fish in there, it's going to get add up. It's fine. Just to drag to a river like a ball sack like that, uh, it's not It's not good. Don't, <laughs> Don't do that. Do so, as you can expect, the mansion fell into a state of disrepair. There was loose ceiling tiles and spreading mold all over the manor, and you could bet that was left that way because our boy Daniel Dancer didn't want to throw any funds towards alleviating said problems. Now, answer me this. When you were a kid, did you ever, like need to go outside, and then you're like, wait, I want to have my Walkman or Discman with me. Let me go get that so I can listen to music. And then you realize it's out of battery, so you just steal, like, the family room's, like, remote TV battery instead for your Walkman or Discman. That's oddly specific. Um, you know no. what I mean? Just taking have- batteries from one thing for another. I did that all the time. With what? I, I remember there was this uh, back massager that my mom kept in her room, and it had all uh, these batteries oh. in it. Uh, and okay. so I'd uh, take the batteries out and use my Discman. With your mom's massager Mop battery. Listening to Hanson yeah. with triple D batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Daniel Dancer did this, but instead of batteries, it was nails. So oh. in- instead of going out and buying a box of nails to use in repairs, he would just take shit out of furniture. There was one time, like, a, a fucking shutter fell off of that mansion, and he was just, like, he, he got caught taking nails out of, like, a couch to put the fucking, like, shutter back on, like, the mansion. Love that. So, after a certain while, literally everything in the house was held together by w- only one or two, like, mismatched nails. Amazing. Everything would, like, molding would just fall apart if you, like, closed a door too loud or uh, too heavily. You know what I mean? Like, a picture would just always, like, fall off the wall. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, he's got his priorities in order. I love it. Yeah. So, Cody, uh, uh, excuse me while I'm jumping ahead or spoiling anything, mm-hmm. but how do we know about this man's life? He doesn't seem very, like... Uh, like all but- the writer, like, fucking Dickinson used him after he died. Yeah, but where did Dickinson get all of his info from? Literally, like... Neighbors you, you- and shit? Yeah, you could, from, like, the guy he dealt with, and this guy lived an open book life. Like, you could see what he was up to all day. He was just going through his fucking shitty farm, like, picking at carcasses and, like, you know, okay. saving garbage. So it was fairly open book. He 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 wasn't a miser in that he, he, he did hang out with a few people in circles, and he had business partners. So because of, like, the transactional, like, part of his fucking... Life, we can we we can see that because the other half of the transaction, like, well, is an account, and also that tells you a little bit extra about him is that he's doing all the shit without any shame. Like, he's like, yo, no yeah, no, dude, no. I fucking dragged that sheep out of the backyard. Was that absolutely yours? no shame? <laughs> well, absolutely I, no shame. Would it be fair to say that we learned a lot because of like ancestral stuff? Because he has a famous relative today who's alive, uh, Ted Danson. Oh, th- he is, yeah, okay. He's actually related 
to uh, Daniel Dancer. I mean, slight yeah. change in the name. Yeah, yeah Ellis Island, you know, like, right? Ellis Island. The, yeah, but you know Tony Danson. He's always going on about his Middlesex relatives. <laughs> ran the ran the uh, the family money down into the ground by not spending any money. Yeah, he's actually doing an incredible job, <laughs> like sustaining like the wealth of this farm on paper. He's doing it by living like a fucking animal from like the Neolithic age, but his farm is actually prospering on paper. Keep that in mind. Amazing. That's crazy. So this guy's such a cheapskate. He like tr- like crosses the line with fucking animal abuse. Uh, he refused to have his uh, horse fully shooed. He's just like the hind legs don't need shoes because the front <laughs> ones are in the front. They're, those 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 ones need the shoeing. So can I get a half? Can I get a half off on shoeing my horse? And the blacksmith would just be like, "You're insane." So I'm not a horseman. I'm not a equine boy. Equestrian. Uh, yeah, I'm not an equine boy. But like, I think it's funny that like horses are like the only animal that needs shoes. Because you could put a dog in shoes, but it doesn't want to have shoes. Well, they like step weird. When <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, like if you've seen a dog in shoes, they're like very uncomfortable. It's hilarious. But the horses yeah. seem to not mind. Yeah, but like you see a horse in nature, and it's like, where's my fucking shoes, idiot? I need them. Where? No, what is don't. the point of horseshoes? I I am so far removed from horses. I think they're terrible animals. What is the point of the shoe? Okay, when the horse is in the wild or feral, they're totally okay because they're not burdened with extra like weight from a handler. If uh, horses don't need shoes to sustain themselves, as soon as you ask a horse to ride with a person or any type of cargo, then they need shoes because that's superseding their own body weight. What is this like uh, the NBA? Yeah. Like they get in the NBA. Oh, I got a job in the NBA. I need shoes now. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Metal ones too. I think they're asking a lot. I think horses, long, tall dogs are fucking dicks. Tall dogs. Yeah. Tall dogs. Yeah. I'm not a fan. You know, they look majestic uh, to some, but let's leave it at that. I mean, I do like horses. I just always was like, why the hell do they need shoes? I'm going to go with I don't get horses. I'm not going to shit on horses because I know a lot of people like them. Yeah. And they probably are like, oh, they're useful. I don't know anything about them. To me, they're weird. They're nature's motorcycle. you, you You can't walk behind them in fear of, of, uh, of being kicked. Anything that you're in fear of being kicked by, not my friend. <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, enough of horses. I just wanted to know why they actually needed shoes. I think you clarified that wonderfully. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, just and uh, footnote, Dancer would say, like, it was cruel to not let a horse feel grass on its own hooves. So that's <laughs> that's another reason he was just like, only do the front hooves. But if you imagine, like, that's got to be even worse for the horse. Because imagine, like, going for a walk with shoes, without shoes, and then only one shoe. Yeah. Which would you prefer? I've walked home drunk with one shoe on before. Did and you take that shoe it's, off? It's No, because I was drunk. <laughs> and it's already hard walking home drunk. And I imagine that, like, having a man riding on your back would be the similar to walking home drunk. But to do one shoe makes it harder. Yeah, I'd rather have no shoes than one shoe. Honestly, it sounds like gospel. Yeah. I mean, you're following my logic, dog. You know, I'm preaching. Preach it. Long dogs. Hit me up. Long dogs. Let's talk talk about Bob. 
who was a non-long, long dog. He was a regular dog. Oh, Reg's dog. Okay. Yeah, right. Bob was a regular right. dog. Bob was fucking uh, uh, Daniel Dancer's dog. And Dan okay. Dancer would give him the meat that was too spoiled to eat. The dog would be like, yeah, awesome. Super spoiled meat. Uh, one day, this dog named Bob um, got a little uh, bitey at a, neighbor, at a, at a neighbor's uh, sheep livestock. Okay. And the neighbor, like, drags Bob back to Daniel, Dancer, and he's like, hey, your dog's causing trouble at my farm. Make sure he stays out, or there might be a fucking lawsuit, buddy. And Daniel, Dancer's like, oh, I assure you, this dog will uh, never bother you or your sheep again. And some people think, uh, some people think it would be too cruel to kill a dog over such a trivial thing like that. But our boy Daniel Dancer, uh, had the dog's teeth filed down instead. Oh! <laughs> no I more thought... biting neighbor sheep for this dog. Poor Bob. Dude, it would be way less cruel to turn him into some Bob Evans. You know, just let yeah. him go. Instead of turning him into a vegan, that would be fucking weird. That's like people that declaw cats, man. I, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. that noise. So yeah, when it comes to cats, just don't have them. No, just get... They're wild animals. They're not wild They're animals, in the house. Tom. They, they poop don't in like the you. house. They, they poop in the yeah, house. Yeah, so do I. Put them outside. All right. All right. We're never going to meet eye to eye on this Cody. one because you're a filthy animal. Cody, I poop in the house. Does that make me a filthy animal? Or you poop? Yeah. I don't poop on the sidewalk like a disgusting dog. And then I had well, to I mean, have someone else. Not in the Cody, house. okay, I'm yeah. going to be civilized here, Tom. And Cody, next time we hang out, I'm just going to take a shit <laughs> like when we're out drinking at a bar. Behind the bar, and you're gonna have to fucking scoop it up for me. Uh, wh wh Is this Travis yours? Okay. Uh, what do you want? Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll do it. Fine. I'll walk over there and scoop it up, or perhaps walk away. <laughs> You'll have to find out later. I don't know. Look, all I'm gonna say is that uh, an officer of the law, God bless them, if they saw you pooping, they're not going to be mad at me, another man, for not picking it up. Tom's not They're pooping. gonna put you in jail because that's ain't so civilized. Yeah, so I could be civilized and just poop inside like a cat. Cody, please take us away from this one. Poor so, Bob Evans. To prevent please. theft to prevent theft, our boy, Daniel Dancer, would seldom even leave, you know, town, let alone his manor. Uh he would hide money all over the fucking place. He would hide it behind bricks in the fireplace. He would hide valuable metals in the soot of the fireplace. He uh, would put a lockbox in uh, all the cow manure, even. He would uh, put bricks of uh, fucking banknotes behind, like, way back in a drawer. So, like, if you opened it, like, two or three times gently, you would never see it. But as soon as you, like, sling the door open hard, like, a brick would come tumbling forward. Didn't, wasn't, wasn't a banked man. You have a relative that does that. Shh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do, Travis. I Amazing. Have, I have a person in my family that also does not believe in banks and hides, used to hide stuff everywhere. And uh, she kept it in tinfoil so it wouldn't burn in case there was a house fire. I was talking, yeah, that's a little silly. I got to say, pretty silly. Um, but I was talking to a friend of ours, a mutual friend of all of ours, and she was, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, these bank things really been bothering me recently. And she, she works at a bank. She knows all about them. And she said, banks are bad. 
Mm. And I was like, Dope. oh my God, no Th- way. Thanks for that. Did you tell oh, if, if that's new if that's new information to you, um those D banks crazy or p- crazy people are not as crazy as you think. Yeah. Except and my relatives. So like, you might want to cut that out because there was no joke there. It's more of a lesson on I got how to keep your it. No, mind. but it's also like if you have anything valuable, boof it. Take it out when you need uh, a boop, boop it. Wow, so it's just like a, re- a retainer, but for your butt? Well, I mean, I'm talking as a, from a male standpoint because women already hide their valuables and monies underneath their tatas. I don't have large enough I breasts. It. I don't have a large enough breasts to have that investment property real estate. So I yeah, have so to keto's a tap out. I have to poof, well, dude. Yeah, ke- yeah, you're. So what? You're giving up? Well, I can't. I can only hide up? two. I can only hide like quarters under my boobs. That's a lot for well, a man. Like well, a roll or a flat. Order a few more dollar meals every day, and you'll be able to put entire gold bricks under okay, there. Okay, all right. But he'd lose the quarters if he orders off the dollar menu. Look at you, Ron Paul. All right. My 600-pound bank. And <laughs> in, in addition to uh, prevent theft of his fortune, he boarded up every door and window in the house. So total barricade in the house. This is kind of what he needed all those nails for. That he like stole out out of like the fucking furniture oh, and right. shit. Uh-huh. So. That that's disturbing. Now, if he if he was fixing one thing with another thing, yeah, it makes sense. But it's like just buy the nails so you can keep your furniture. Yeah, yeah. This isn't Call of Duty Zombies, dude. You don't need to put boards up on your windows. Well, he he did just that because he didn't want anyone going in or out of his house except for him. And the way he would go in is he would have a ladder to a second story secrety window that looked boarded up but actually wasn't. And then he would climb the ladder, pop in there, and then pull the ladder up behind him so there's no way in once he's in. So he's like that type of fucking paranoid over his uh, fortune. And just so you know, like once he pulled the ladder in, it's not like he went to bed or like stared at the fire. He like kind of stood ready, like kung fu ready at the secret entrance, like waiting for like people to come in still. It's like maybe somebody would have saw me and brought their own ladder. So I'm gonna like stare at the only way in as I fucking you know what I mean? So this is a property on eighty acres. Yes. It's a it's a, it's a house on eighty acres. So the chances of someone watching him are almost nil. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's somewhere located an acre in, which is pretty hard to see. Even even like two acres in. It's just like, huh. Yeah, but sir, he could have been trailed. True, he could have been True. trailed. They want him for his nails. He could have been hiding He's in at, the hay. They keep he- hearing about his nails and his hay. Yeah, I've been like, damn, girl, I love your nails and hay. It's amazing what you can do uh, when you're mentally retarded. Continue, Indeed. Uh, before we move on, I want to <laughs> talk to you about his... One of the things he would always, he would also, his side hustle, his snuff box side hustle. So he would have this snuff box, right? Okay. He didn't take snuff, but he would go around fucking everywhere to like, you know, every time he made like a quote unquote hay deal, he would bring this snuff box and then he would ask, you know what I mean? Whoever, you know, was buying off of him or who was trading, spare a pinch of snuff. And the person was just like, of course, you can have a little bit of my snuff tobacco. It's basically free. Yeah, yeah, for those it, of you that don't know what snuff is, it's tobacco you snort. Yes. I'm assuming you do know. So we've talked about it before. So he's like, can I bum a pinch of snuff? So he'd take a bit of snuff off of them and then put it in his snuff box instead of enjoying it on the spot. Once his snuff box was full from this like you know, procedure of asking 
everyone he dealt with for a pinch, he would go to the general store and dump the contents on the counter and be like, candles, please. And he would make those candles last long enough that he could refill his snuff box. So this is how he afforded light. Wait, so he bummed so many cigarettes that he was able to Pinches of snuff. Yeah. Well, I know, but this is the modern day comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is he was able. This is the equivalent of being like, "Can I bum a cigarette until you have an entire like box of mismatching cigarettes, and then you sell the box? No, the contents of the box. You're keeping the box because you're so fucking cheap, and then like you just do that instead of paying an electric bill. That's amazing. (laughs) That's great. Maybe I'll start. Maybe I'll start bringing some cigarettes over to PSEG. I'll go to the reservation. Yeah, you like throw them on the floor like they're pigeons. Like, could you imagine going into that fucking terrible office? And they'd be like, oh, uh, two cartons of unnamed American, uh, 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 Native American cigarettes. Well, that will be one year of free power. <laughs> Look at you go. Dude, yeah. so this guy's smart. He's new. got 18th century gasoline and 18th century electricity. He's doing it. Wow. That's smart. He's doing it. He's, he's super doing it. It's truly insane. I enjoy it. So. I'm not sure which of these next two events happened, but uh, let's go in this order. So remember how I was like, Bob is extra like kung fu stance, vigilant, waiting for thieves to break in? Some thieves did break in. And it was like a good amount of fucking thieves. It was like fucking half a dozen of them or something. He was tailed, sir. He was tailed. They're like hiding in the hay or they just, you know, heard via like someone else. Like this weirdo, like you know, uses the second story entrance, and he's got a shitload of money back there. Yeah, a bunch of Jason Statham's come fucking jumping through your window. No, Travis, Daniel Dancer was the Jason Statham. He killed half of those guys. Oh, nice. So yeah, he kills a bunch of thieves trying to like break into the house. The other half, like you know, hightail it out of there, never to fuck with him again. So like, yeah, th- remember that theory of like he must be ripped. You know what I mean? Eating like a handful of beef and moving hay bales all day. And the answer is like, yeah, I, I think so. See, like, like, okay. So, like, I know you mentioned that he's like the the inspiration for Ebenezer Scrooge and Scrooge yes. McDuck. Imagine if he was like, if Dickens followed him more to the T and like these ghosts show up. Like, ooh, I'm the ghost of Christmas past. And he just like, brother, brother, and fucking snaps her neck, <laughs> even though it's a ghost. <laughs> I would pay for that adaption. Yeah. Like John Cena as Ebenezer Scrooge, <laughs> yeah. 2022. Yeah. That would be fun. I, I like that very much. John Cena's getting so much FaceTime. He's in the new, like, Fast and Furious shit. Did you see that? Well, uh, yeah. I, I, um, the only thing I heard about it was... Um, the whole him apologizing about calling Taiwan a country. Oh, yeah, you know, that was a, a, whole a place, fucking thing. A place that recognizes themselves as a country. But then China was just like, no money for you. Yeah, so like cut this shit out. But that yeah, was quickly. That, Hurry up. That was the fucking trailer I was working at on with that fucking dick bag. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's that's uh, so I knew amazing. John Cena was in it for a while. <laughs> I couldn't see him uh, at not, all. But. Not for Ayerswick. It's just like, well, I'd have to assume that that empty car seat that's driving itself is one John Cena, because no one else is being seen yeah, there. That's not an autonomous okay, vehicle. That's now, John let's cut Cena. back in here, Zwick. I'm just giving you a leeway back in. But imagine. Imagine if that, like, 
that's where you started your story, Cody. A man mm-hmm. with his prized possessions who has worked so hard to keep his things yeah. to himself, to 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 secure his future, has been compromised by six dirty Englishmen yeah. with dirty English accents. Uh, he prevails. He murders all three of them. He murders three. Um, and afterwards goes, uh, don't tread on me. And then yeah, has a like, fine feast of rotten meat. Yeah. Protein. Now, rotten now, protein. Now we're starting off with a different show. Yeah. Because that's not roast mortem in its heart. That's Joe Rogan. That that's Joe Rogan. That's that's uh you know he has that guy in the show. He goes, uh, my friend Brian Callen probably didn't rape someone, but I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> Joe Rogan's so, five foot three. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see that? No. Apparently, somebody like hired one of those like planes that spell shit out, and they just wrote Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan five is three. five foot three over L.A. <laughs> that's amazing. It's pretty good. I do that. Yeah. So uh, our subject tonight, dancers, uh, killed some fuckers. And, uh, you know, the local court was just like, uh, can you explain? We're not we're not going to throw you in jail, but why are there three corpses on your property? You know what I mean? It's kind of like he wasn't, you know, sought for charges. He was kind of just like, just explain why you killed three guys in the middle of the night. And Daniel Dancer was like, oh, fine. Um, a friend of Daniel Dancer, whose name was uh, Lady Tempest, Lady, like the title and her last name was actually Tempest. So not a All porn right, star, but just a cool name. Sound like a porn star, but yeah. Yeah. Lady Tempest, which is like, oh, you have to go into court. Would you like to be more presentable for court? I can buy you a new T-shirt or not a T-shirt, just shirt in general. I can buy you a Let's new go shirt. Yeah, I can Let's go T-shirt. Let's have fun with t I can buy Kiss you a new roast mortem graphic tee available on our store. And Daniel Dancer was like, no, thanks. This shirt's three weeks old only. Oh. So he was like that type of guy. Got a fresh. Didn't want roast mortem merch, but it is also this grime bucket that just wears shirts for uh, three weeks at a clip. You know, Only. sometimes more. Yeah. So all that filthy animal that would not purchase a roast mortem T-shirt. What if Howard's he going to get laid at the bar? I don't know. Yeah. Also, I, I'm yeah. assuming Cody because you haven't gone into it since he's so frugal with his money. I'm sure he's not. Uh, swooning and crooning the women. Nope. Because that's more women mo- that's money you've got to spend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think women actually realize that, even though they've probably heard it a million times. Uh, men spend a lot of money on you. Mm-hmm. And if it goes the other way, that's, that's fine. fine, too. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's, you, know, you might spend that. a lot of money on a guy. Yeah, that's fine. Well, but generally, the uh, if you if you put your thumb in your ass, then... Put that same thumb up in the air. You'll watch the money go one way, and it's fine. Yes, it well, really is. I'm happy to. Well, do also it. he smells terrible, and he's dressed he does smell as, terrible. He's dressed in fucking hay and clogs. Yes. But this lady Tempest was like always hanging out because she thought like he was a troubled person that needed guidance and help. So she was kind of always around, but not living with him on like a friend basis. Like she would like invite. It, it, it was this weird, like, relationship where, like, she would go into his kitchen, make dinner with her stuff, and Daniel Dancer's dinner would be her scraps. So she'd eat the rotten meat? No, she'd bring her meat. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So she'd, like, make a beef wellington for one or whatever. Right. And then there'd be leftover dough and meat, like, just laying on the cutting board. And Daniel Dancer would just go in and eat that while she ate her beef wellington. Ah. So, so this is, like, it's not cuckold territory it's more of like a, a 
it, it's kind of like if there was a cuckold, but there was no, there was no other man. There is it's no other like, man. Lady Tempest is a widow at this point. Right, and she's just stepping all over his balls and, and hanging out, and he's like, yeah, oh, she's trying I to love get him. it. She's, she's trying to teach him how to be. You know what I mean? She's trying to buy him right. a shirt when he's going to court right? and, like, all that stuff. Just being embarrassed. He likes being embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think he knows what cool. embarrassment is, Tom. This is too far no, gone. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Yeah. So, 1766 rolls around, and Daniel Dancer's sister gets gravely ill. We can just guess tuberculosis. That Let's just guess tuberculosis is going around. And Daniel Dancer's sister gets gravely ill. And she's just like, Daniel, call me a doctor. And Daniel's like, those cost money, though. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, bitch, we're not doing a doctor. Get better or die. And that's pretty much his stance on it. He's like, I'm not paying. We're not paying. Like, we're not paying for this. She has her own, like, small fortune. But he's just like, we'd be suckers if we paid for this. We won't be able to get back the money. We pay the doctors for this. So, no, figure this out on your own. Well, why doesn't she pay for it? She, he, She's a woman. She doesn't want him to. Or, like, he's shamed her into not paying oh, for it. Oh, okay. Thinking, like, that's the only and proper answer. Gotcha. It's like, we do also, not pay for doctors. And this is, like, I a family like, thing, too, by the way. Like, like she heard this from her father, maybe. Right. I also like how we've approached this subject. Like, Cody, you're, you're being very generous. You're going, let's say TB. Very realistic. But also forgetting the history of... Uh, Dozens of years of eating rotten meat. <laughs> Don't forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps catching up with this dancing sister. Yeah. She replaced all of her large and small intestine with tapeworms. Economic. Yeah. So, yeah. Daniel Dancer, why should I waste my money in wickedly and wantonly, wantonly trying to oppose the will of God if the girl, his sister, by the way, is come to her latter end, nothing can save her. And all I may do will only tend to make me lose my money. And she may as well die now as any other time. So he's just There's like, a lot to unpack right there, but let me ask you something. Did you just try to say the word wantingly? I didn't. Wantonly. Wantonly. Wantonly? Yeah, yeah wanton old English means word. like uh, stupidly or like. Yeah, it's spelt the same way yeah. as the Chinese wanton. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tom, you wanton look a little bit disoriented, yeah. uh, which you can check out a review of um, the description on patreon.com slash I, I think we better take that term wantonly and disorient it yeah. quite a bit <laughs> and just clarify that In that is, In that is um, very much so not a dig on any type of hate. Uh, let me ask you something, Cody. Yes. You you say the word one very strange like one. you won something very yeah you say one. it strange now you, now you're you're fooling the audience now that's yeah. not one. how you say it now now he's being weird so Travis you understand why I had to pick that yes apart, yeah, right? yeah 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 okay so just it, okay got the weird let's unpack, accent let's unpack a little bit of that uh, bitch is dying costs money to keep her not dying yes what's the problem here. Daniel said if she needed blood, he'd give her his, but because it was money, it's a no-go. So he values money in higher regard than his own blood in a circulatory system. Even more than that, with that quote you just read, it's almost like like, uh, he's like footing the bill to God. He's like, or he's like, he's like, oh, well, you know, it's not my fault. It's God's fault because like 
if his god wants it to happen, then I guess I can't pay any money. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, dude, you could totally, like, get that, but, like, I'm not going to throw in on it. But, like, I'll have some of that if you want. Like, If you're going down on yeah, those like, mozzarella sticks, yeah, if, I'll take one. Yeah, like, you could get, like, the, the party teaser at Buffalo Wild Wings appetizers, but, like, I'm not throwing down, but I'll eat some. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not honestly as bad as, like, those people who believe in power of prayer and then, like, their children die. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, you know, they're out in, like, somewhere in the middle of the country and they have a big property and they have, like, three Chevy Tahoes. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, they have all the resources in the world to just go to the store and get Tylenol, but they let their kids die. I think that's a lot worse than this one. So I see a little play here. Yeah. Yeah. You can make an argument. So... Big surprise, 1776, his sister dies of whatever illness, illness, ailment that, you know, Dancer decided not to get a doctor for. So, like, you can look at it as, like, her blood is on his hands. I don't. At <laughs> at his sister's funeral, uh, your boy Daniel Dancer splurged and bought two secondhand pairs of stocking to put, you know, himself in adequate mourning. So he's like, this'll this is this will this'll be my black for the funeral. And he just So he wore drag? I don't that's I'm confused by that too. And I'm wondering no. if like he put like one stocking over his head and the other over his ball sack. No, they and he's to, like, I miss my sister. They used to wear, men used to wear stockings back. Then. I know, but it's sillier if it's over his head and ball sack, Travis. But it is fun. But also I'm I'm kinda surprised that she even had a funeral. Well, that's a waste of money. Just it's a lot she's of got money. eighty acres. And Travis, just, you remember that. You remember what you just said. <laughs> okay. How funerals are a lot of money. Yeah. So she's dead. He like mourns her, even though he half kills her. And then here comes the family uh, drama, because she had a little fortune of her own. Um, your boy Daniel Dancer, the miser, was naturally like mine. It's give it to me. It is mine. I am her brother. Give me the money. But if you can remember, there was two other brothers in the picture because they were siblings four. So one yeah. brother, Daniel Dancer, and then two other brothers. So these two other brothers were like coming out of the woodwork. And it's like, hey, hey, bro, let, you know, want to go even splitsies on our, you know, dearly departed sisters, earthly, you know, goods. And Daniel Dancer, to no, like, surprise, was like, no, it's mine, all of it. Ha, 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 ha. You guys didn't half kill her, so you don't get half the money. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it went to court. So his, are his other brothers, do you know if his other brothers are like just regular ass dudes? They must be like penny pinchers in their own right because all the kids are. Right. It's just Daniel's the worst. They might have like the better end of the stick because we're not talking about them tonight on this right, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see like kind of like miniature versions of like this miser. Mm-hmm. So, huge lengthy court battle comes out. Brothers are like splitsies. Dancer is just like all me. So the court decision is turned out as follows: It's an even splitsies, but Daniel Dancer somehow convinced the judge to let him retroactively charge his dead sister for thirty years worth of room and board <laughs> before the split. Yes. That's awesome. That's how you make money. Yeah. That's how you make money. So just so you know, Daniel Dancer charged his dead sister 30 pounds per year. 
And the last two years she was alive, he added two 70-pound surcharges claiming she was a lazy asshole that just ate and slept all day. (laughs) (laughs) This is smart. This is is how you do economics. So this came out to a sum of uh, 1,040 pounds that he charged his... He invoiced his dead sister, you know, took a bunch of her, like, you know, money before the even split... And he still got a third of that even split. Amazing. Right. You know what I mean? So he left his other brothers nothing but crumbs. And then when they were looking at the crumbs, he's like, hey, I still want a third of those fucking crumbs. <laughs> so in our boy is old now. He's in, you know, his fucking 70s by the time like this drama with like his sister wraps up. So being 70 and, you know, eating rotten meat for decades and living in a drafty, like boarded up mansion. And, you know, fighting dogs, you know, for all these years actually takes a toll on his health, but only in his 70s. He gets, uh, you know, mystery, you know, Victorian sickness. Let's also assume that's fucking, you know, the consumption or tuberculosis. Or it could be scarlet fever. That too, that too. So, you know, true to his, you know, style, he's just like, no doctors, please. Which meant uh, the the girl, Lady Tempest, had to, uh, you know, cared for him in his, like, you know, final days, final months, I think, because he refused to adopt, refused to see a doctor, and that was, uh, that was wild that she looked out for him, even though he's like, I'm not paying anyone, but I'll take free help of, I'll, I'll take your free kindness. See, this is why this is definitely, like, a mental fucking thing, because this guy has no children. Uh, mm-hmm. he... The money goes nowhere. Yeah, the money goes nowhere. So if you're fucking dying, why don't you just buy a doctor? He just wants the number to be high. He, I know, yeah. He, he wants his money to be a high score that he leaves. Yeah, look at me. I got Donkey Kong name number one. This will get ridiculous it, in a second once we go through the postmortem, Travis. But he's dying. I think uh, Lady Tempest was like, I know it will cheer you up. A new hat. I will get you a new hat, and that will cheer you up. Because his hat at the time was 14 years old. That's not so bad. Get a new hat. Yeah. New hat. A new hat new, new hat cheers me up. Yeah. So she goes out. And it will, first of all, Daniel's like, no, no new hats. Don't spend money on me. I hate me. new hats. Yes. So she's like, oh, don't be silly. I'll get you a one shilling hat. You know, it won't be expensive, but it'll be new. So Daniel's like, a one shilling hat does sound nice. Thank you. So she goes out. She gets him a one shilling hat. She puts it on his head. And then, you know, she cares for him for the day and then leaves. And the next day, you know, she comes back and he's got a fucking, he's got the 14-year-old hat on again. And she's like, where'd the new thing go? He's like, I sold it to my butler for profit. Wow. Wait, he had a butler? Yes, to fill in the void from that his sister left him, he hired a man that also served as his butler. It was a 68-year-old dude named Griffiths who uh, got a few shillings room and board out of it, but he was also kind of like the valet and would bring bones from nearby cities back to Daniel as part of their living agreement for soup. Okay, bones for soup. Yeah, Griffiths. I don't think he talked very much. He also was a big believer of just like, ah, oh, got hay. Can make a bed out of it. Can make a coat out of it. He was like, down Two guys that. talk about hay in the VFW. <laughs> like, going at it. Like, yeah, I remember that time I made a bed out of hay. Woke up sneezing. <laughs> Not bad. It's okay. Can walk outside, stop sneezing, fall free. 
That one is good outside. That one time in Nam, it rained hay for two days. Yeah, no one took it home with them, but I snuck it home with me. <laughs> Very rich man, almost fourteen hundred dollars worth of hay. Wow, it's a huge amount that got by customs. <laughs> Thomas, ask me how he died. Oh, thanks. I haven't asked this in a while. How does Daniel Dancer, the world's finest misoneer, die? Surprisingly, the new hat thing didn't work. He's like, oh, no, he still died of his mystery fever. Um, Lady ah. Tempest was the one to find his body when he passed away in 1794, age 78, eating rotten meat and fighting dogs all his life. It's not bad, dude. We got to bring this fucking diet to Cali, I'm saying. If he could live to 70, 78 in the 18th century, I mean, come on, dude. You could live to like 110 easily nowadays eating rotten meat. So, yeah, boy. Not having any children, he willed his entire vast fortune to the Lady Tempest. But the thing is, while she was taking care of him, she got sick herself and died right after him. Oh, fuck. So her heirs inherited the shit farm with the, you know, the the fun house that's crumbling because of the nail game that Daniel... So that's yours, random strangers. I hope they didn't, like, that's- try to flip it real quick because, like, you said he hid shit in the walls and stuff. Travis, that's exactly the fun game that was left behind. Like... The fucking ceiling can come down and kill you, but there's money in the walls. (laughs) Like, I'm staying inside. Yeah, yeah, like, give me a hard hat. No one died, but this family was like, it was fun as shit, like, looking for monies in all the weird places. They found 2,500 pounds in the cow patties. Wow. Huh. Like, behind, like, and I think, like, behind, like, fucking every, like, stone in the fireplace was, like, a fucking... Like fifty pound note or something like that. A ruby. It's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, all the teapots in the house uh, had uh, cash in them. How many teapots? Did he have? He's English. Was he a teapot? He's dude? English. True. So you're you legally have to have ten. Yeah, I yeah. lived over there. I know it's about ten. Uh, you had? Did you have your tea card? I I had a tea <laughs> visa. The tea yeah. visa. Okay. Uh, they only required That's me to have five. Cool. Yeah, so money was everywhere. Like, Lady Tempest's heirs, like, had a great time. No one died. They found money everywhere. They didn't flip the house too quickly, as Travis said. Good anticipation, Travis. But uh, they were doing all that. They found it. Um, At the time of his death, Daniel's miserly ways boosted the farm's output and earning potential by tenfold. It used to make about 300 pounds a year uh, when... Daniel died. It was making three thousand, sometimes four thousand pounds a year. And he was, and he was sitting on over two hundred thousand in just his cow shit. The the cow shit was a particularly uh, good find because it it was it topped out like the cash is at twenty five hundred dollars, twenty five hundred pounds. So like they found a lot, like that was the biggest score, but they found a bunch of scores, little scores like that throughout the house. Okay, very cool. Uh, oh yeah, all the all of the fucking bedding and couch, the couches were stuffed too. Like so, I'm sure, yeah. Well, that's the first place you go. He was there's, he was taking out nails, so he might as well be like, oh, let's hide money in this. There's space here. I don't know what it is with these weird people who shove money places, but they always think like the furniture. No one's gonna look there. Mm-hmm. It's the first place people are gonna look. I don't know. I just now, threw out a whole like, bunch I'll, of furniture. I hope my. Deceased relatives didn't stuff cash. I didn't rip them open. Well, if you did, it's useless anyway. Yeah. Ask Biden. <laughs> so, 
I want to do a quick little rewind to show you how mentally unwell this man was with fortune gathering and building. There was an episode while he was sick that he thought he was going to die. So he's like, oh, this is it. Going out today. Here we go. So the penny pincher he was, he tried to save on labor for his upcoming mortician, whoever it may be. So he got into like, he got naked, (laughs) zipped himself up in like a burlap sack, and then put a bag over his head and laid down to die in his fucking manger, (laughs) hoping that it would save labor on the mortician's part. It's like, oh, he bagged himself up. We we can knock 10 pounds off of our charges because he, he, you know, to-go containered himself. Yeah, you don't need to bag me up. Look at this. So that's he's trying to save money after he's dead. This literally shows he's not he just wants the number to go up. Yeah. He's not about having fucking nice things or anything. He just wants the big number. Could you imagine how he actually died there and like, you know, the the detective who looks very much like David Duchovny coming in there going like this must have been some weird cult stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lady some Tempest strange cult behavior. La- I think I've seen this before in a book on Wikipedia or something cuz it's the past and the future. Lady this reference is hard to pull off. Lady Tempest found him and she was just like, "What are you doing?" And he was just like, <laughs> "I came into this world without a shirt and I'm leaving it without a shirt." <laughs> But I, I highly doubt he came into the world in a burlap bag, though. Hey, David. Uh, Daniel. You do have shirts. Yeah. Wh- Daniel, 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 you do have What are you have trying shirts. to say about his mom, Cody? She had a burlap sack in her uterus? Yeah, no. You're saying her mom, his mom's like has a burlap vagina? Burlap apple. Well, you know, his dad was also a miser, so he probably turned to his wife and was like, honey, aim for the sack. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this psycho wanted to pinch pennies even if after he was dead. He's like, let's save the mortician some labor. So, Amazing. Yeah, and I told you the fucking family had the greatest Easter egg hunt of all time in this, like, dilapidated old, like, barricaded up fucking manor. I don't know. I'm going to look through my notes. This guy was fucking wild. So... I think, Cody, like, this has been, I think, one of the coolest roast boredoms we've done in a while. I love, yeah, I love roasts like this. These are my favorite. Roast people. Making, f- grossers. Yeah, making fun of uh, people with mental illness <laughs> and deformities yeah. is the finest so hot way right to now. spend an evening. So good. So easy. The lowest hanging fruit. Because I'm like Bacchus. Yum. Like, I lay, on a, I lay on a couch, and I just hope someone drops grapes in my mouth. Right. Well, we just dropped some sour grapes yeah. in there. Yeah. Um. So the one thing that I wanted to know, because I'm just so curious, um, we haven't roasted Dickens yet, right? No. No. But he was alive in the 1800s, right? Yes. So. I think. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when he was born, but uh, did he? I'm just trying to see how he got this information. You know what I mean? Like. Like, like, was this guy like a, died, was this guy like a legend? Like in his like I, in middle sex? Okay, okay. Let, let me like put this. Let me put this on your local style, Travis. Yeah. Imagine if Stormin Norman, like you found out, Stormin Norman. For those of you playing along at home, is this like crazy guy that drives around the village 
you know, we went to high school in in a tricycle and just feels men's biceps as they pass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have actually been sexual assaulted many times by that guy, and I think it's funny. So I don't really want to hear you bitches complaining about it. Yeah. Shit. yeah. So imagine <laughs> you find out. Imagine you find out he dies and he was actually rich, even though he walked around in rags. And, like, you would immediately want to know what that's about. So, like, think pieces were published on him. Like, you know what I mean? The man who died in bur- – the man who nearly died in burlap, even though he had X thousands and thousands of pounds. Right. So even if – On 80 acres. Even if Dickens was born, like, say, 10 years later and he matures, he like was 20 years – like, this guy's going to be... He was born 18 years after. Okay. I just did some math. He did eight, born 18 years after. So, this guy was yeah, enough in of 1812. a... Legend in it. Yes. That, good. Legend. That, like, Dickens could, like, snoop around and, like... Because I didn't know Dickens was probably a weirdo. You know, he's, like, the modern-day equivalent of people in the cryptids and shit. Like, mm-hmm. so, he's, like, looking around and reading all these old things and, like, interviewing people, probably old men that are still alive that... Talk to this guy. Wait, why is a guy who writes about orphans like a cryptid dude? Dude, have you ever met a cryptid person? I mean, orphans are kind of like cryptids. They're just they are a little bit night. like cryptids. Yeah, you're right. But children that don't what? have parents and say like, "Ma, please." Right, Set, so creepy. <laughs> it's creepy, dude. Imagine the, if you the, the saw that thing in the street right now, you'd be like, "Cryptid, get out of here! Get out of here, you cryptid!" Fucking cryptid. Like, yeah. We don't see children outside anymore. They're in on their 23-hour Zoom classes. Yeah. If I see one in the outside at night, I'm going, Cryptid, you ugly! Ugh. Yeah, so here's the interesting thing I like about Daniel Dancer. We have the real-life guy, Daniel Dancer. We have his one part, you know, one degree of separation fictional counterpart as Ebenezer Scrooge. And then we have the two parts removed with uh, Scrooge McDuck. And the weird thing is... As far as like miserly conduct goes, I would actually rate it Scro- like Ebenezer Scrooge, Daniel Dancer, then Scrooge McDuck. Because Ebenezer Scrooge isn't ridiculous. He's a mean ass that like, you know, doesn't hand out coal on Christmas and, you know, pinches pennies, but he didn't like fucking do animal abuse or kill fuckers for fortune. Whereas Scrooge McDuck does all these crazy things, sometimes involving, uh, what's his name? Launchpad McQuack. And diving yeah, into the, vaults of gold, that's insane. Well, that might be insane, but he also owns a helicopter. You know, our guy Daniel Dancer didn't own a shirt. <laughs> you know, he had yeah, he had enough. won a shirt and then decided when that shirt was burnt out after 360 days of wearing it. He'd go shirtless he'd get, for five more days. Right. Scrooge McDuck was just like, oh, I'm cheap. But then when you look at his assets and it's like, you're not cheap. You're a tax haven. Yeah, Daniel Dancer reminds me of like a Rust character. You know that video game where it's all these naked men running around? Yeah, like cavemen with ak forty seven Building stupid ass fucking houses because they only have like three nails. Like that's what, like yeah yeah okay yeah, I get that <laughs> yeah Daniel Dancer definitely goes next yeah. level like cheap people like really rich people are cheap um I, famously I believe John Don Cheadle is a terrible tip oh no um yeah like you drop don't be a pizza boy and go to his house he'll give you like a dollar in 2012 like thanks for coming out you essential worker here's a dollar um. Rich people are like that, and the richer I get, the cheaper I'll become. And the, that's the how you stay I rich. Get, the more frivolous I'll become. Yeah, you just got to eat the meat, 
that's a little rancid, so it's got its own flavor, but you don't need to eat too much of it. And, right. uh, you know, kill a few thieves every now and then, Tom. Look, I don't think I could do it. I think I'm too, too normal. Yeah, coming... Too much of a, uh, of a, uh, a role model co- to children. Coming soon to the Bay Area, the roast diet. It's going to be uh, by expensive uh, fagwa. I want you to get a wagyu beef, and then <laughs> That's how you say it, and then leave it out on your porch. Two weeks, cook it kind of with your butthole. With your butt, yeah, yeah. you got to cook things with your butt. Cook it with your butthole. There's a right. 21st cook- century you realize that the hotter it gets, the further in your body. So we came up with this new device to sell more things. You shove the beef into this tube. You shove it right up there so it cooks faster. And then you eat it. Wow. And you lose weight. I'm sure Joe Rogan Joe Rogan has been doing yeah. this. Yeah. On uh, it. And we're about, In it. we're about to take him to court. In it.com. That's Travis's invention title. Yeah. Unfortunately, Spotify will be uh, paying for his lawyers. So we won't be able to make a lot of money on this deal. But it's not because we're trying to make money. It's because we care. We're trying to make our money on patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. And we're trying to ma- trying to make our money at roastmortemcast.com. That's where you can buy some shirts and shit. Mike is never going to have one, but you aren't Mike. So go buy one, folks, and go to patreon.com. Give us some money. We've been a little better with our content, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, content. Guess what? If you're stingy like this fucker, it doesn't take anything to give us a follow on any of our social media. It's free, idiot. True. Let's do that. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Oh, the fuck that. I don't know. Should I open up a Snapchat, a TikTok? Should I do those? Honestly, I'm ready to shut down all of our social medias wow. and just go to TikTok. Because TikTok. our Instagram, our Instagram, we're getting shadow banned all the time. Yeah. Because the tr- the pictures you've been making are very funny. <laughs> and people don't, like, it's weird because sometimes there's a lot of likes, a lot of engagement. And then the next week, it's like nothing. Yeah. And I believe that's the sign of a shadow ban. And then Twitter is just a garbage pool that I don't like looking at, uh-huh. so I might as well toss it. Um, but I like hearing from the know. folks. I like hearing from the folks, and I don't want to just go to a Chinese government-run website. So follow us on our socials. Yeah, yeah. just go there. We're not actually deleting them, yeah. but it's, uh, it is weird. It's weird, and we don't like it. We're just like a, a few Daniel dancers dancing around having to use social media because we're not really those people. And that's the show. There you go. Bye. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Bye, guys. D- thank you, Shane. Dang. Oh, I got a text from Mike. He says, uh, don't kill yourselves. Wink. <laughs> oh, did he emoticon or emoji? No, he, he, uh, he emoticoned it. I'm going to go wow, drink some more, and I bet Mike's going to fucking take a Concorde jet that don't even exist. And I'm going to drink a little bit more, and he's just uh, flip me on my back. And I'm too drunk. Nice. There you go. Have a nice kiss on the on the stump. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Shane. Bye. Bye.